everybody. Welcome to yet another amazing, amazing episode of Nitty's Knocker. You're here with your girl, Nitty. Maya. Look, Maya lost in the sauce right now. <laughs> she, uh, 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 Maya. <laughs> hey, Maya. <laughs> you drink your unicorn juice today. I did. Are you sure? Yes, I did. All I'm, right. I'm a Della. We wore the I'm same a- color <laughs> lipstick. I'm, I think yours is a shade darker a little bit. A little bit. Yeah, we wore the same lipstick today. You know how real real ninjas do it. We um, have a special guest in-house today. He goes by the name of Khalid B. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's good? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like that. Yes, yeah, you, yeah. Know, you know I'm playing my song today. <laughs> and we do have a special guest calling that will be occurring around 745 today with my girl Mickey Taylor coming out of California. She's Ooh, a really, really amazing girl. Can't wait to get into more topics with her. But we're going to go ahead and start our hour off with our very first song, which is Jocelyn Marie's Introduction to Feelings. Right here on Nitty's Knocker. Do you know who Jocelyn is? I do not. She's awesome. I just discovered her kind of like a few days ago. She liked my page, and then she commented to me when I was trying to go to East Room that night. When you had your show, Khalid. And she was like, oh, I was going to go, but I have, you know, studio. But next time, girl. And I was like, all right, cool. And then she sent me her album. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, I'm I'm rocking with it. The name of the mixtape is, or the EP is called Karma. So we're going to go ahead and play Introduction to Feelings right now on Nitty Snacker. She goes by Jocelyn Singer on Twitter, um, and she has that's her name as well on like her Facebook. Mm-hmm. And that was um, a song off her new EP called Karma. I went ahead and had a blog post written up about that. I wrote it yesterday, 
put a cute little gif of me vibing. It ain't me vibing, but it's like a cartoon. And I was like, yeah, that's that was me. Yeah, groovy. I liked it. It's me it as a cute. cartoon character. It's a very <laughs> groovy song. Um, thank you for sending me your EP. And she will be on the show in April. Uh, she reached out. And I was like, yeah, girl, come on. We always want new people in the house. Um, but we do have good news for the week. And our good news is that Viola Davis is the first... African American woman to win an Oscar, an hey. Emmy, and a Tony. Triple threat. Wow. And she's new. She's new to the game. She Major. hasn't been in the game, you know, as long as some of these others. But really? she is coming in strong as far as like being a high it's ranking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. For sure. That is exciting. I didn't get to catch her speech, but I, I didn't watch, did it, not at watch all. it. Yeah. I'm not going to lie to anybody. I watched it, and she's incredible. Like, her speech was like. It could have won an Oscar. Like, her speech could have won an Oscar. <laughs> <Her speech could laughs> Real talk. Like, she's an amazing actress, and uh, she's well-deserved for sure. And I just saw fin- Fences, too. Mm-hmm. See, incredible. okay, we turned Fences on to watch it, and me and my multitasking is not the best. <laughs> so I'm trying to watch it, trying to eat, trying to type, and I, I couldn't pay attention. I, I, I have to rewatch it. I saw the play version when I was a kid. Okay. And my dad... So what's the basis of it? It's basically about a man who, um, he just, you know, he, he like, he has a regretful past. He was a baseball star. He wanted to, like, make it big. He And then he kind of just takes it out on his family. He's, like, angers. But Mm. in the end, they realize that he was doing it all for a reason. And they all thank him and love him in the end, even though they hated him his entire life, basically. Or their entire lives. Wow. That's what I remember from it. It's basically like Denzel just mad. <laughs> like for two hours. Yeah. But, but he was obviously. Real. Was it a good role though? Was he a very good, like, did he play a good, angry guy? I didn't see it. I, I know that the play, I love the play. So I'm not, I'm sure he did it justice if he got nominated. So. Yeah. yeah, I mean, my mom texted me and was like, this is a mirror of what my family was back in the, you know, 60s and 70s or mm-hmm. 50s and 60s. So, um, I think it was real though. Like, I feel like a lot of like black fathers back then dealt with the same like mm-hmm. struggle of like trying to provide for their family mm-hmm. and like had no time to chill at all. So they like right. took it and out. And had to be the know. steadfast. Yeah, just you're right. That's what, I mean, you know, my dad, he's 74. My, and he said his grand, his dad was like, you know what I mean? Was like that. Just super stern. Your dad's 74? My dad is 74. Are you like the baby? No, my little brother's 15 by him. Oh, wow. 16. Way. Dad was out yeah. here. Daddy got the juice. <laughs> yeah, with my, with my okay. mom, too. Yeah, it was all with my was mom. All the same, same parents and shit. So was it like sugar daddy? <laughs> Ring that bell. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not fight you. Sorry. <laughs> not sugar daddy. Uh, no, they were married. They're just older? Yeah. Okay. Just older. She's 64, so he's only 10. And you're the oldest. And I'm the middle. The my middle. The oldest, who's okay. 26. Yeah. Okay. Wow, so, they yeah. okay, so they lived their life before they, they had, had kids. That's what I'm trying to do. Okay. I'm not trying to have no babies anytime soon. <laughs> I, I feel you. I, I feel you. Yeah. Wow, but that's that's awesome. I wasn't my family was like my dad my stepdad played basketball and I was the oldest, so like I wasn't really into sports. My sisters were super tall and stuff. I was like the cheerleader. I was like, uh, uh-uh, uh, mm-hmm. I'm gonna do a cheerleading. That's dancing is yeah, a sport. it is cheerleading is as well. Like you mm-hmm. be doing flips, throwing mm-hmm. people in the air. That's not an easy task. It's not easy at all. 
But, you know, he was like that with uh, my sister um, with basketball, you know, because he really wanted her to be into basketball and, you know, being the best of the best. And she's cold. Like, she's coaching a girls' basketball team. Now she's 20, and she's coaching at, like, wow, for 7th and 8th graders, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's cold. She's smooth. She's pretty. You know, she, <laughs> she's that <laughs> Candace Parker. You know what I'm saying? Like um, but I definitely understand how that, like, that – mindset goes into your children you know like you want to push and push and push for them to be um as good as you or better but it seemed like seems like denzel from the parts that i did catch it was kind of like you'll never be as good as me Mm -hmm. you know it was definitely Mm -hmm. that like father that's trying to like live his dreams vicariously through his his kids Mm -hmm. so he's like never satisfied like you know trying to give him that tough a tough love essentially Mm -hmm. but um yeah it's real man it's a great movie did anybody see La La Land? I did. I tried to watch that. Overrated. It was overrated. Way it's a musical, right? Yeah, man. it's a musical, but it's. It was so. Over- I'm glad it didn't win best movie. It didn't deserve it. It, it didn't deserve didn't it. Didn't deserve it at all. That was crazy. That I don't was. Know if anybody watched that? You but. know what? It was, and we're gonna definitely like get to that after we play a second song because when that and I was I wasn't watching it, but I got all the messages, and they're like, "What? What? what? You're going crazy? <laughs> phone dinging? I'm all right. Let me see what's going on." But we're gonna talk a little bit more about that. We're gonna go ahead and play "Dreaming." by Drea Vocals. This is one of the artists who was here at the Art of Noise this past Friday. Uh, a musician, R&B singer from St. Louis. So we're going to go ahead and play some of her magic right here on Nitty's Knocker.
like me. was dreaming by Drea Vocals coming fresh out of St. Louis, Missouri. She's a really sweet girl. I had like an awesome time with them when they came up to Chicago. Um, Art of Noise was like a really cool event where we basically opened it to the public and you can come in and paint Blick donated canvases. Um, Demos donated five pizzas. Oh. Uh, Mariano's gave donuts. Jewel gave nice. gift cards. You know, so we had the food and drinks covered and canvases covered. And the artists all came up. We had fashion, visual, music, you know, and people were engaging. You were able to learn how to screen print. He was making shirts on the right there in the space. You know, they were live painting. And I got three paintings from the artists, you know. Really, oh, really amazing awesome. paintings. Uh, you can check them out on the Nitty's Knocker promo page. Um, yeah, so it was a very rejuvenating experience. I wish you guys could have been there. Yes. But, you know, the you had to. You was in the gym working on the, the fitness. Gym. Trying, man. Trying. <laughs> I was at work. I really wanted to come. For yeah, I know. Yeah. When you told me you couldn't come, I'm like, man, Maya's not going to be here. But... <laughs> It was all good. It was still a good turnout. It was a really good... I felt really good. I almost cried like four times. <laughs> so, you know, that's when it matters. Yeah. Um, the the young men that came, the young boys uh, were like 13, 14. They were inspired, drew piece, like painted pieces, and they shared with one of the visual artists that they won a clothing line called Blessed. Mm-hmm. You know, so you got 14-year-olds saying they won a clothing line called Blessed, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's, that's what's And up. one of those little boys is my brother. So hey. when I heard that, I was just like, I'm going to I can't do this, you know. I had my whole little situation. I was going crazy. Yeah. But um, Khalid, welcome. Yes, thank you for having me. This is And Khalid is a, a producer and musician, singer, songwriter, all of that, coming out of Columbus, Ohio. Um, and he does music. He has a new um, EP called Afro Beats. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Afro bang, Afro bang, Afro bang. Afro bang, look, yeah. Afro beats for the Afro bang, you know. Yeah. So it's what inspired is inspired by Afro beats? So give yeah. me a little bit more knowledge on what Afro beats is. Afro bang? No, Afro beats. <laughs> Afro beats. Yeah, okay. I want to know yeah. what Afro beats is, and okay. then and I want to know Afro what bang. Afro bang okay. <laughs> I have an idea. Try to break it down. <laughs> <laughs> Get your head out of the gutter. That's <laughs> silly, man. Um, yeah, I mean, Afro Beats is, you know, it's definitely trending right now as far as like a new wave of African music um, that's kind of spread over to the States recently. Um, but it's kind of started with people like Fela Kuti and Sonny Ade back in like the 70s and um, just kind of bringing like that Western kind of funk, jazz, soul element to uh you know african more like you know upbeat um you know tribal Mm -hmm. uh percussive elements and like they really were the first ones like doing mashups you know back in the day um so that kind of like inspired what's going on now with a lot of um you know you hear the caribbean influence like drake's uh what's the song called um one dance Mm -hmm. um you know that's kind of like uh very much of the blueprint was set by like Fela Kute and, you know, Sonny Ade and, 
Um, that kind of style has been going on for a while overseas, but you know now it's starting to come over over here. Um, so and how yeah. long would you say it's been over here? As as like a more pop, I know not. I would say a little bit before One Dance, right? That it yeah. was popular, or did that kind of set the way for it? Yeah, not it, a little bit before One Dance. I would say it was really popping. Like if you go to cities that have like a heavy, you know, African population, like DC, Atlanta. Houston, like they've been on the Afrobeats tip. Okay. Like, in New York, like Does it like tie it. into reggae, you think? Yeah, definitely. Mm. Definitely. Um there's definitely reggae influence. Um but I would say it's a little more upbeat than reggae. It's mm-hmm. like a little more danceable, you know. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, it's it's I mean it's it's a thing now. Like they play they got Afrobeats shows on the radio now and like mm. it's just a whole new wave, so yeah, it's. I mean, I feel like it's been around at least since the early 2000s that it's been as <clears throat> prevalent in our pop culture. Because like you'll have like the dance hall, like brum, 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 like <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, blow horn, right? Is that counts, right? Is being yeah. sort of Afrobeat type. I would, ask. and yeah, then would with that, the yeah. the whole like go go thing, like is go go kind of like a part of that too? Because in DC, you know, go go yeah. is like really heavy and it's really like inspired by like live music and like drumming and different stuff like that yeah yeah yeah, definitely like with the bongos mm-hmm. and the congos and stuff yeah i mean all that is like to me like i feel like all it all of it is connected you know in the african diaspora and um that's kind of like the message i'm trying to pull with afro bang is that like all these musical elements all like trace back to africa in some way okay. in some form or fashion uh, whether it's go-go, Afro beats, dance hall, with the mm-hmm. blue horns, you know, like it's all like African music at the end of the day. So, yeah, it's all it's all connected. Nice. So, um, in honor of you know just giving us about the end on Afro beats, um, we're gonna play a few songs off of the Afro Bang EP. So hey. just um. Now you can like give us the hip on the on the Afro Bang. Afro Bang, Afro Bang. What what brought that into existence? Man, um, it was funny. Like I was pretty much done with like music for a while, and like you know, just kind of focusing on my you know nine to five career. Um, and I, you know, I just got inspired again, just listening to a lot of the kind of the resurgence of the Afro beats, and you know, starting to hear kind of the more um, worldly music, you know, coming over here and getting remixed and things like that and, like, listening to a lot of selection and, like, you know, all these young producers was really inspiring me. And um, I came up with a a concept for Afrobang before I made any music. You know, I was like, Afrobang, I don't know, the name just kind of hit me one day and I was like, oh, this, you know, like, traditional African music fused with, like, trap and, like, you know, contemporary drums and synths and hi-hats. I was mm-hmm. like, that, that would be really dope. So I was like, Afrobang would be lit. And I, like, immediately, like, searched the domain name and bought it. <laughs> like, just That's got what's real, up. real hype off the name. And um, I didn't make any music for, like, a year. I just had the name. And I was kind of just researching and, like, digging for, like, like you said, we were talking about samples mm-hmm. earlier. So I was, like, like really researching Fela Kute, you know, watching the documentaries, watching Bob Marley, watching um, all type of stuff on Extensive YouTube. Extensive research. And, yeah, it was, like, a research project almost. Um, Did you get, like, brain fart? Like, did your brain start hurting <laughs> and cramping up? A little bit. A little That's bit. good. That yeah. means that it's, it's serious. So you get them brain cramps, like, yeah, oh, yeah. you know. <laughs> Definitely had to take a couple, <laughs> a couple shots. Uh, <laughs> chill for, out, had to chill <laughs> yeah, out a little bit. Mellow out sometimes, but um, but yeah, it was like a research project for me. So I didn't even 
plan on it be becoming what it's you know it is now but um the response has been dope you know since i put it out last july and um, mm-hmm. you know people really dig the music so i was like man i might as well just get you know go all in with the music again and see how far i could go most definitely so we're gonna start with uh the number one song on the ep abijan abijan yes. abijan what does that mean Abidjan is actually the uh, capital of Cote d'Ivoire, which is where my dad is from. And where is that in Africa? It's uh, West Africa, so like, you know, the curve mm-hmm. of Africa on the on the left side or the west side. Um, it's like right on the curve right there, right next to Senegal. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. What's his language? Does he know French? Yeah, yeah. Nice, very nice. Look, you, yeah, you, knew, you knew something. My grandfather's yes. French-African, and I, I don't, my great-great- Grandfather is French African. We oh, don't know, really? you know. That's all my grandmother knew. My great grandmother knew. Where's he from? Um, I don't know. I just know he's French African, really okay. dark in complexion. Yeah. Um. So maybe it's from like the same place. I don't know. Yeah, you know. Oh you no, I'm gonna get my DNA. <laughs> she doesn't know though. You know, she yeah. was a little girl. You know, when he was like killed and stuff like that. So like, okay. she doesn't really know much you. about where he was from and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um. So, you know, and her mom was uh was Creole, so she didn't really speak. She was like full Creole, so her her language, her English was like real broken and mm-hmm. stuff. So, yeah. she didn't really know where he's from. She just knew he was like French African and he didn't speak English. Gotcha, gotcha. You know, so that's cool. Like we might be related <laughs> know, some right? kind of way, <laughs> you know, bloodline. Yeah, we all related. Like blood brothers. <laughs> but uh we're going to go ahead and play Abidjan featuring Dope. Boy Yang. Yes. Produced by the one and only Kali B. Hey. Right here on Nitty's Knocker.
so many people I can like send this to like my old dance teacher would really appreciate it because um every year they do uh, a Dendada dance piece to the Dendada song oh, okay uh to the original Dendada and it's beautiful um and they have a show in May I can't wait to go see it definitely right. gonna put posts up for people I think that would be good for people to just go experience what I used to enjoy so much about being in high school you know and just the music choices, like she lets people pick their own music for their projects, and yours could be on somebody's solo project, you know. Hey, let's get it. Um, but that was an amazing song. Um, thank you. Thank you. So, what inspired that, that one specifically? And it is your number one song, you know, like it's Abby John's it, yeah. Um, what inspired that one? That one was that was like one of the first Afro Bang quote-unquote beats that i made mm -hmm. and uh it was just like one of the first like jamming beats that i made so i was just like you know i need an intro for the album that was actually going to be number two mm -hmm. but when i was playing it for a lot of my friends and family it was like man this sounds like an intro you know it has like that kind of like like the strings the way it comes in and just like the epic like build up you know they were like you got to put that first so it's kind of you know paying homage to Fela Kute and like Sunny Day, how they had like really long instrumentals before they got into the actual s song. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, inspired by that as well. Yeah, I'm definitely yeah. interested in more of this music that you speak of. Of just like listening yeah. to instrument, like basically you can sweating before the words even kick in. You know? <laughs> exactly, that's the whole point. You know, yeah, endurance songs for endurance. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> this is a workout right here. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm thinking. I was like, hey, I got a new workout mix already. <laughs> like, you just send me this whole like file. I'm all right. Exactly. <laughs> what are the most like lit places in Chicago that you performed at so far? Ooh, most lit. I mean, definitely shout out Sierra AM FM for that sure. That was lit. We was there. The grand opening. <laughs> we weren't at the yeah. grand opening, but we oh, were at the yeah. um, flows. Yeah, y'all came at uh, we came flows, at the release party. The magazine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, that was real fun. Um, but the grand opening was was crazy. It was like elbow to elbow in there. Like people was smashed in like sardines. Um, so that was really fun. And in my album release party, uh, at Tonic Room was probably one of the best days of my life. Like just oh, putting out my first album and like people really vibe into it. And like the energy was just 
so warm, you know, it was like real diverse and like people was dancing. So it was just like, it was definitely a, a great day for me. Personally. That's what's up. Like what, how could you describe the feeling? You know, like if you could put it into words, like what would you say was the Man. feeling? I guess I don't know what it's like to have a baby, but it was like <laughs> Oh, you mean the after like, when you see it, right? Yeah, not like the like, actual you know, like, <laughs> process. Like holding the baby. Yeah, not having the baby like, after the you know, it came out. But yeah, basically it was like that. Like, you know, just like the joy of, you know, what you created, um, essentially. And people responded to it in a positive way because you never really know. You still got that anxiety of like, man, are people really gonna, you know, jive with this or not mm-hmm. so it was like a totally kind of new concept but you know p- just putting a spin on what's already out there so was um, it um i know you said that you kind of started that up like while you were here did you have any type of <clears throat> musical inspiration like when you were in ohio uh what was the scene like there versus the way it is here yeah, no, that's a good question um so i moved here because this, there was no scene <laughs> in columbus um there's a lot of talent in columbus for sure but there's just no outlets you know it's no venues i mean it's a few venues but you know they're not really booking a lot of local talents like it's not a lot of local shows to you know express your art um so i came here you know went to columbia you know try to shout out columbia exactly shout out to columbia um you know just started working out here so i've been out here for like seven years and um and yeah, just trying to, you know, I, at first I was a producer and manager only. Like I wasn't really trying to, you know, be all out in front as a solo artist. Um, I was more the behind the scenes guy trying to do the business. Um, and, you know, now I find more happiness creating and, you know, coming up with ideas and really expressing that as an artist. Um, so it's kind of been a total 180 for me in the past couple of years. Um but yeah, shout out to Columbus, man. That's the that's the hometown. Hopefully, I get to do another show there. I did one over the holidays for Kwanzaa, which mm-hmm. was, was pretty lit. Um, so I'm trying to do like another kind of homecoming show. That would be lit, uh, and that's why I'm Columbus. like glad you're here today too. You know, this is the last day of Black History Month. You know, and it is, it, like when we were doing the scheduling of like when you could come in, mm-hmm. I was like, well, I know I wanted to be in Black History Month. And it was like the end of the month. I was like, dang, I hope he's going to be, you know, I know it's so far, but I hope you'll be down for it because it's just like so powerful to have like good music that, that relates like to our roots, you know, like whatever most of us don't know. Like I said, I I have no idea where in Africa my family might be from, but Mm -hmm. you know, this is kind of helping me just identify with the motherland. Same thing with, um, with Shai Tulani's music. It just helps me identify with a place that I don't know anything about that I've never been to, mm-hmm. you know, it's definitely a goal to go. Mm-hmm. And yeah. One thing I wish that That's I wish goal. that I was like, I mean, I, I definitely went, my, my father always like took us to Kwanzaa every year growing up. I wish that like, that was, that was more prevalent in the mm-hmm. African-American community. I feel like yeah. that didn't happen. They just don't know enough about it. Right. It's, but then right. to make the music cool and make people like it's listenable and it's something that we can have fun with. Right. And, we have yeah. we whether we you know we have a connection to Africa, so that's but awesome. you know mm-hmm. we do have that this is helping with our connection. But when your culture is stripped from you, it's stripped from you. Mm-hmm. You know they're putting it's like honestly you have to realize what is it like to be American. You know because when you put African dash American, that takes away your American culture. We are Americans mm-hmm. by default. You know for people who who live here now, you know not our ancestors who were snatched. 
But we, our culture, everything that we know is American, mm-hmm. a black Black American culture, yeah. and specifically, yeah. it's nothing African related. It's literally no correlation at all. There's, and I right, think that's something no like that I could be. That, I mean, I think that it's partly due to the education system too, because mm-hmm. they don't really teach us about our history. Most you know? definitely, everything starts you know from slavery and on, on. on so that's a good point you know it's up to us to really kind of teach ourselves and, yeah and know. i was definitely just like reaching that point um mm-hmm. because the elementary school i went to was called harold washington elementary it was okay. a school uh dedicated like built after harold washington was murdered mm-hmm. the mayor okay. And his car was in there. Like, that school was big on black history. Like, we didn't say... We did. We said the black anthems. Like, we had a... Um, like, an acronym, like, poem that we said every day with mm-hmm. the bells. Like, spelling out Washington W. Willingness to achieve my highest potential. A. Mm-hmm. Uh, ability to make a contribution to society. S. Sounds of a healthy body, mind, and soul. Like, mm-hmm. it was a whole... Spelling Washington out every morning. <laughs> wow. You know, it was... a. It was a really cool concept. Um, and, you know, that's, I feel like. That's needed, man. It Those is. And that's why, you know, with and like. you still remember it, too. I, I know. Right. It. I was about to say the whole thing, but, you know. <laughs> I just put it. I'll post a video of me talking about <laughs> doing the whole thing. Yeah. But um, if we just, like, incorporate that more into, like, the programs, like, with the art programs, just teaching them cultural um awareness not even with just african culture but mm-hmm. having artists from any and everywhere come out and be able to like ex- show them their style and why they do it based on the cultural experience not just like american yeah. culture i want american culture i want african culture i want indian culture i want it all you know what i'm saying because right. mm-hmm. yeah. the more aware you are of something the the better the situation but we 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 can talk about this <laughs> for the rest of Definitely. life i want to play my song let's play it I already know what you're going to play. I'm going to play this song, <laughs> Gold, and Once Gold, featuring Sam Trump and Party Noir. Yeah, yeah. Once that song goes off, I really want you to give me the end on that because oh, man, I need to story. know what, what brought that song together. Yes. So we're going to go you. ahead and play Gold by Khalid. Khalid. And I, Khalid. I was saying it wrong at first. I was like, Khalid. <laughs> ignorance you know what i'm saying but we're gonna go ahead and play gold right now on nitty's knocker all right y'all y'all know how we get down this next track is called gold i'm bringing this to y'all from khalid b sam trump and the marvelous woman of party noir Love it, love it. That's right. 
On my cars on the table like a new deck. She said, All these lames, I'm attracted to your mental. I hate it when these niggas keep their feelings confidential. So listen to Miss Hill, look at all, be so simple. I'm digging your appeal, so what you trying to get to where you been? Skin brighter than a pot of gold. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's all coming out of soul. She just looking laugh at him. And tell me it's the black magic. Getting brighter than a pot of gold yeah, 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 yeah. And it's all coming out of soul She just looked back at it yeah, 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 yeah. And tell me it's the black magic inspired gold man so it was a crazy crazy story how it came together i was literally like woke up out of my sleep um and i heard the song it's a it's a sample b common uh the intro to b so you know the doom, 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 doom. Oh, okay that's yeah. why i was like that sounds familiar <clears throat> yeah i heard that in my sleep and i woke up literally and like pretty much heard the whole beat in my head just off of that that sample and i played it you know on my keys or whatever played the same chord and just kind of chopped it up a little bit differently and made the beat in like 10 minutes um and then like it was kind of like a divine thing i don't know just the words just came to me to be honest like i didn't write anything or anything i was just like just flow recorded yeah it was like one of those things that just kind of flowed out of you, you yeah know? Um, so yeah, it's just like skin brighter than a pot of gold and then like the rest of it came to me. I wrote the verse uh the next day and it took, you know, like a full day to write that and then I initially I was just gonna like pitch my voice up and like have the you know, me kinda act as the girl or whatever. Um, but then my girl was like, you know, why don't you just get Party Noir to do it as like a group? I was like, That's a brilliant idea. That was a good idea. Yeah, so um, they're the homies, so I, you know, I hit them up, and uh, it took them a while. Like, it took a few weeks to like coordinate the time to mm-hmm. all get in the studio, but they ended up coming through. Uh, we kicked it for like a, a whole day before we recorded. Like, they cooked brunch, and we was just like kicking hey, back, call me next time. <laughs> <You know>? right? <laughs> chilling. Like, it was a I'll beautiful day, right? And uh, yeah, they did their thing. Like, they knocked it out in a few takes, and um, and yeah, like 
a few weeks later, Sam Trump came through and uh, actually was trying to get him on Parasites, hmm. uh, which is another song on the album. And he was going to get on that, but then I sent him go. I was like, nah, man, forget Parasites. <laughs> like, this song is the one, you know? And he was like, yeah, this is, this is the one I want to get on. So he came through and um, knocked out his, you know, solo in like an hour or so. And yeah. That's how made that's some how gold like exactly. for real <laughs> that's some black magic right there some melanin yeah, magic man. for real mm-hmm. listening to that and it's just you can just feel the soul in it you know like yeah 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 i listen to a lot of music i love all genres of music you know what i'm saying but it's like certain songs literally will captivate you mm-hmm. and take i love you. that bass it's so jazzy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah i think I that's why i like it too it's mm-hmm. just because it gives yeah. you a real like homey like a Throwback, cozy vibe yeah. exactly Definitely. yeah yeah it's cozy but you still can like it, it makes you like more intimate with the people around you yeah. in the party it makes whatever. me have a little drink and then talk to some friends and <laughs> no we the way we was dancing to it though <laughs> We, we was, we, this crunk. was like a juke jam, you know. We in there, turned up, going crazy. Like but he was hey, vibing though, yeah, though. Man, gotta, it was like, yeah. Then they're like, all right, let's let's do, let's follow suit. Unicorns yeah. matter, you yes. Know? <laughs> Unicorns, Unicorns bring the vibe. You feel me? <laughs> it's like no real talk. You do, and it's just like you can sing too. Like you, you rap, you sing, you produce. You know, mm-hmm. it's just like so many different an array of talents in like one person question do you usually write first and then you make the beat or then you make the beat and then you write it actually uh comes various ways Mm -hmm. um sometimes i I start with the beat and then the lyrics come and sometimes i have like a concept in my head of like what i want the song to be about Uh, but rarely do i like write to no beat at all but mostly yeah mostly it's the beat first and lyrics but sometimes i have like you know a line or two in my head um, before I start making a beat. So that kind of, like, sets the tone of, like, what the beat's going to sound like, mm-hmm. um, whether it's going to be, like, happy or, like, you know, danceable or, like, more melancholy and kind of, you know, more mindful. Mm-hmm. So Most definitely. Um, and yeah. I do want to talk to you about um, – <clears throat> I'm going to go ahead and give our guest a call. Uh, she called while we were vibing to gold, yeah. you know, <laughs> getting the crack, and I'm uh, I can't interrupt the vibe. So we're gonna go ahead and give Miss Mickey Taylor a call back, and once we call her and talk to her a little bit about her music and what she has going on, definitely want to get back to you about your um, Make Africa oh, Great yeah, Again for sure. hats. For uh, sure. Those joints are hot. I appreciate that. Um, so let's go ahead and call. Will it ring? Oh, 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 oh there's the, there's the ring. <laughs> Hi, is this Mickey? Yes. Hello, Mickey. This is Nitty from Nitty's Knocker. Hey, what's going on? Nothing much. Good to hear your voice. Finally, our, um, guys, this is Mickey Taylor. She's a musician out of Los Angeles. Uh, I wrote a blog post about her a few months ago, and this is my first time actually speaking to her. So, welcome <laughs> to the show. Thank you for having me. No hello, problem. Hello, so, um, I heard that you have a new project coming out. We're definitely going to get into the project. But what I like to do here on the show is allow my guest 
to explain a little bit more of who they are. I hate being the person that tells the story for you. You know, let us know who you are and 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 what you're all about. Sure. Um, my name is Mickey Taylor. I'm a musician from Cali, Los Angeles, Inland Empire area. Um, I've been doing music about 11 years. I started in the reggae world. I was in a reggae band for a while. And then um, about three years ago, four years ago, I met up with some really cool producers. Uh, one of them goes by the name of Willie B. And um, he kind of just took an investment into my career. And we just kind of started to build some music together. And uh, last year, April, we put out a project called The Essentials. And then a year before that, we had High Grade Volume 2. So we've just been kind of working diligently, uh, working on the next album. This will be number three. And hopefully it's set to come out this summer. Okay. And how old are you, if you don't mind me asking? I'd like to know. <laughs> yeah, I'm 20. Sorry about that. I don't know where that just came from. Beyonce just just came and destroyed everything that we were doing Beyonce, just now. Guys, over. Wow. So sorry. I guess she didn't want us to know how old you were. <laughs> because it was definitely in the part where I was asking your age. Can you repeat that for me? So sorry. Sure, no problem. I'm 28. I was born in 88. You don't look it at all. I'm thinking you're going to say like 20, 22. <laughs> awesome. Thank you for that one. <laughs> no, you look great. And um, when I wrote your blog post, um, you know, it was really fun, like an interesting thing for me to do because I had never really written about anybody outside of Chicago. Um, and, um, D kind of presented it like, well, you know, I got this, this girl, you know, she's, she's this client of mine. She's really amazing, has a really good sound. And, um, I listened to your music and I instantly just like fell in love, you know? And, um, it's just, it's a really good feeling to be able to talk to people outside in the underground world from other cities. You know, um, awesome. Yeah. And totally, here it totally. says that you've had uh, three sessions as a songwriter under Beyonce's A&R's. How is it working with um, Beyonce's team? Oh, it's actually really cool. I'm working with Birch Street Music. Um, I'm actually working on a EP for an artist by the name of KB. She's super awesome, has a crazy voice like Christina Aguilera almost. Um, it's really, really cool. Almost. And it's a lot of fun. <laughs> Yeah. No, just meaning like, you know, like she's she's a little more unique, you know, everyone okay. has their own and everyone usually references. Some people say I sound like Erica or Lauren Hill, but, you know, I'm still me and I'm Mickey Taylor. You know what I mean? Same thing re- applies to her. Mm-hmm. OK, most definitely. Definitely agree with that. Um, her vibe is that she definitely has a really soft voice. You guys will hear it in um, the song that I play. Um, but um, it's just like. Beyonce, you know, like I, I can't even fathom the idea of working. I even like smelling like the air she breathes. Like, oh my god, Beyonce was right here. Like, what do I do? Like, how do I live? So, you know, to know that you're working. No, go ahead. No, yeah, it's actually an exciting opportunity. Um, it's really surreal. I think the first session that I went to, I was kind of like totally nervous and thrown for a loop. Mm -hmm. Um, just because you know the producers we're working with and the team, it's 
really, really awesome. And they have really like large accolades and some are Grammy nominated. And for me to be an underground artist, um, it's really cool to just be able to be in the same room as them, you know what I mean? Let alone work on a project together. So yeah, it's been really awesome. Shout out to Drewski and Alton Hawthorne. He really is the one who helped like set that all up. So yeah, it's little by little, we're making it work. <laughs> okay. And you've also, um, you have a relationship with Absol. Um, yeah, so my producer, Willie B., the one that I was talking about earlier, mm-hmm. um, he was actually part of Digiphonics, which is one of three producers that were initially were with the TDE camp at the beginning of, like, the Black Hippie movement and everything. Um, so I did get the opportunity to meet Absol, and I have also my Kendrick and KB's and nice. a lot of other um, wow. influential market, like, people in that lane out here in the West Coast. So it's been really, really awesome experience. Yeah, I love Kendrick. I absolutely love him. I think I may cry if I. Yeah, Kendrick. he's awesome, <laughs> and he's a Gemini like me. So that's he's a awesome. Gemini like me too, girl. I'm a Gemini. Yeah, yes. And that's- <laughs> yes, Gemini power all day. That's definitely <laughs> how I felt when, like, I went to LA. I did like a vlog, and I just rode past his house and went to Tam's. And I was like, oh, my God, yeah. like, he saw somebody die here. Like, I had to, like, you know, I had to really, like, I had to breathe, you know, because even just standing there, I was like, wow, this is such a nostalgic moment to see the small house that mm-hmm. he grew up in and then going to, like, a local right. restaurant that he, second murder, you know, he's eight years old, saw a murder, you know what I'm saying? So it, it was, like, these moments totally. where you're, like, being able to see people grow out of their pain and mm-hmm. out of their hardships and, I can only imagine, you know, like that it's a blessing to be able to to meet these people. And uh, did you happen to meet anybody when you were at Complex Con or did you do anything interesting while you were there? Um, Complex Con? Yeah, Complex Con is actually pretty interesting for me. I got to meet Timbaland. I got to meet um, some of the Taylor Gang people, as well as like some clothing lines, Fair Play and stuff like that. So it was more so as a networking experience for me. Um, and it was pretty nostalgic just seeing these people that you idolize on television and you listen to them on Apple Music or in your Beats by Dre's, you know, and then they're actually right in front of you. Yeah. So it was awesome. It is, it is a blessing. And I'm taking it day by day and trying not to like freak out too much because i'm really trying to stay focused and get to the point in life where i really want to be you know most definitely and was music something that you've grown with from a young age or is it something you discovered you know as an older person i actually discovered it in college i was 19 and um i mean i've always been around music i'm part native american a lot of my upbringing was like world music reggae sound that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff so i didn't really have the hip-hop r&b rap sound Uh, So when I found music, I was randomly in the open mic. They had a live band, and um, I knew the song that they were performing, and everyone was like, you know, whoever wants to get up on the mic, you just kind of take control of it. And for whatever reason, I felt the spirit, I guess, (laughs) and the vibe, and I got on the mic, and then that night the drummer was like, come to rehearsals, you know, come check out what we've got going on. And then five years later, we were performing together, we were doing House of Blues, we were doing different tours and shows. And, um, you know, that's when I decided, hey, you know what, this is something that I really think I'm good at and I want to pursue. Um, and then, like I said, about four years ago, I got into the hip-hop R&B world mm-hmm. and that kind of uh, changed things for me. That's when I started seeing more industry people and getting more opportunities and doors um, in that direction. So. And would you say LA well, is a, something? Would you say LA is a good place for new artists to come and identify themselves? Um, I think it really depends. I wouldn't necessarily classify it as LA because I did have some time in DC and I did mm. have some time in New York and 
and I got a different part of my artistry, um, I guess, fed or met, you know what I mean, and exposed to the public that way. And so I think for me, it's really just the person and timing. You know, I was mm -hmm. just at the right place at the right time. And um, it just so happened to be in California. You know what I mean? Okay. Oh, okay. That's interesting. That is very interesting. So it's like when you say like you had like worldly influence in general, you know, from being part Native American, you've also had like nationally influenced national influences you know from living in different places how you feel about go-go music right i love go-go -go music it. Um, I was, yeah I, I dig it yeah i totally dig it um when i was mm, i would say what i'm when i was 22 i stayed in dc for a little bit for a summer and i got to kind of like circle around like u street and all of that area and understand like the big heavy drums and the brass sound that comes out of the go-go sound and i do really really dig it i think it's very similar to the live band music that i was used to playing and performing so um it's definitely something that's easily transitioned and like i can bump in my headphones you know that's what's up i need that afro bang sound yeah like we're actually sitting yeah. here uh with another um musician he's a singer songwriter he goes by the name of khalid b um, has a uh, EP called Afro Bang, and he has instrumentals on there, so you might you yes, might want to yes. check them out. I've right. played a couple on the show, so <laughs> when you're you know listening to the show later on, um, once it's like archived and everything, you know check it out. You know the links will always be available for everybody on my Nitty's Knocker page. Um, you know just to right. support each other, but I you know yeah, she has a great voice. You'll see it soon. We uh, when we drop um, a track by her, yeah. but I do want to know what really inspired the Three Stacks song. Um, you know that's the post <laughs> I wrote about that song when I first you know was doing my little ends on Mickey Taylor. Um, so what mm -hmm. what what influenced that? Um, R. Kelly. What? <laughs> I know it sounds so <laughs> random. Yeah, I know. People think it's like, what? Like, of all things, R. Kelly. But yeah, no, really. Um, I was in the studio. I was headed to, actually, I was on the train, headed to the studio when Willie B sent me the instrumental. And I was listening to the instrumental, and it just has this crazy um, guitar like on it, which is by this guy named Ghetto Guitar. He's actually based in Connecticut. Shout out to him. Um, but the lick, the riff, just kept me thinking of that R. Kelly, move your body like a snake. My, remember that song? It was a long time ago. Yeah, Anyways, definitely. Um, th that's kind of where it came from. It just gave me this, like, really creepy, like, allure, like, sexy sound to it. And then I just thought, like, okay, as a woman, if I were to feel some type of way with this music and I'm dancing and I'm out, what would I want to sing? And then I guess from there, the lyrics just kind of came to, and it just became this, like, song that's kind of rooted in being a female mm -hmm. and like proud of like yourself your sexuality and just like open enough to just move your body you know what i mean i know that sounds so cliche but that's legit where it came from most definitely and and what would you what do you if you don't mind me asking what do you identify as um as far as like my sexual orientation yeah i am a bisexual artist um i think that's pretty known i did some things on revolt when the orlando situation happened mm -hmm. um i spoke on a panel with a bunch of other artists and within the community because i just felt it was important um you know i am who i am mm -hmm. and uh, my music speaks for that as well so there's a lot of other people that are like me too you know most definitely mm -hmm. most definitely well um you can have my number you know if you <laughs> <laughs> just tossing it out there <laughs> don't laugh at me guys i'm just i'm just being a unicorn right now that's all, that's all. <laughs> um but i do unicorn, um, i'm the mermaid 
I oh. see. Look, see, magical. See, she's in the same world as you a know Gemini what? mermaid. That's special. You know, what? that's real special. We, we go Welcome to the world of Mickey Taylor. Look, you see, <laughs> unicorns, mermaids. What's your What's your spirit animal, Khalid? I go by uh, a lion. That's that's me, the Lion King. Okay, so you nice, the real down right. to earth, the real. You know, we underwater, we floating in the sky, <laughs> dropping yeah. like pixie dust everywhere, and you just keeping it. You holding I'm just it down. Chilling, you know? I'm <laughs> chilling most of the day, but when it's time to go in, I go in. All right, okay, I like that. So, um, Mickey, would you like to introduce your song? Sure, I believe we're playing Love Architect off of the Essentials LP that came out on Apple Music, SoundCloud, Spotify, all of those things. Um, This song actually came about from being a Gemini and kind of having the two sides to myself and then also trying to be in love with one other person so that's kind of where the love triangle and uh it comes from so i hope you like it okay well thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us today uh this won't be the last time uh maybe we can get you out here for a show really soon um definitely i definitely definitely. would We, we need some of those vibes out here um but thank you so much for calling in and until i talk to you again peace love and happiness bye peace love and happiness have a good one guys might as well put a gun to me Look at what you done to me Might as well put a gun to me So you up and just done with me So you run from me Told yourself you ain't the one for me Wish you never made love to me But you stuck now Missed the power of my soul now Got your body on shutdown Never giving up now, now Never giving up now, now Nights I've been drinking and thinking of you Praying for patience for two Never giving up now, now Never giving up now, now I don't wanna be here I don't wanna, I don't wanna be stuck anymore This ain't how it's supposed to be, never how it's gonna be You shouldn't wanna be here You shouldn't want, you shouldn't wanna be stuck anymore But I'm stuck now, miss the power of your soul now Got my body on shutdown, never giving up now, now I'm never giving up now, now I don't wanna be here I don't want, I don't wanna be stuck anymore This ain't how it's supposed to be, never how it's gonna be You shouldn't wanna be here You shouldn't want, you shouldn't wanna be stuck anymore Never how it's gonna be. Never how it's gonna be. Said you break my heart, break my heart. Never how it's gonna be. Nights I've been drinking and thinking of you, praying for patience for two. Never 
never giving up now, baby Steady on the up ground, baby Nights I've been drinking and thinking of you Praying for patience for two Never giving up now, baby I'm steady on the up ground, baby I don't wanna be here I don't wanna be stuck anymore Shouldn't wanna be here You shouldn't be stuck anymore Sometimes you just run You got to just run Don't wanna be stuck anymore No one be stuck So yeah, I'm gonna ride I said I'm gonna ride Said I won't ever be stuck no more No one be stuck So I'ma just ride So I'ma just ride And that was Love Architect by Mickey Taylor I thought that was dope I love anybody who's a Gemini and a proud Gemini She's a Gemini and a mermaid People hate on us but My mom's a Gemini. Really? I love Heck Gemini. Yeah, you do. Yeah, y'all okay. cool. Mm. We love you too. <laughs> <laughs> ooh, 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 like that little bad kid in the. Ooh, on us because we got Kanye showing out for us. I'm no, like, y'all I'm really crazy cusp. though. I'm on the cusp <laughs> of Gemini and Cancer, so I. I I'm like Taurus, mm. or was May twelfth? Like I'm like right in the middle, so I'm not on the cusp of anything. Like I'm I'm a straight. Oh, I'm a fool. I'm gonna straight run through a wall and mess you up because I'm yeah, good need, for we it. We need you too. Need all y'all. We do need a little bit of everybody, but um, I do want to talk to you a little bit more about uh, the Make Africa Great Again yes. caps, and then um, I'll let you choose a song that we, you know, close. We're gonna talk and talk and talk, and then we're gonna close out with a song. Dope, so, dope, what dope. is this um, movement about with your caps? Yeah, man. Thanks for bringing that up. Um, so we got Make Africa Great Again merch, um, and it's a, you can find it on afrobang.com, afrobang.com. Uh, so the Make Africa Great Again caps are, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a two-way thing. Like, it's not only promoting Afrobang, but also promoting cooperative economics and unity. Um, so every hat sold is actually a portion of the proceeds goes to Ashesha University. Um, we might actually be switching to different organizations so we can, like, tap into other organizations that's trying to uplift, you know, black people across the world. Um, so we've been actually talking to the African Diaspora Network, who's uh, based out of San Francisco. But, um, but yeah, for every hat sold, you know, we're donating it to an, an organization that uplifts the African Diaspora, and um, it's really what exactly is like, the African diaspora? Nah, that's a great question. Um, so the African diaspora is, you know, our you know culture and our you know uh, history as a people spreads across the globe. Um, unfortunately, you know, a lot of our people have been taken away from you know the motherland. So, um, but it's actually a beautiful thing because you know it spans across the globe now. You know. You're African, you're African. Um, you got Africans in Australia with the original Aborigines people. You got Africans in Europe. You got Africans in, you know, Canada. So the African diaspora is pretty much looking at the pan-Africanism of black people across the world. Okay. Um, so, you know, it's, it's really tapping into that global mindset 
So people aren't so <laughs> they got dogs. Frankie's, <laughs> Frankie's going crazy, guys. <laughs> oh yeah, he's trying to get in on this conversation. I feel you. See, like, <laughs> so, I'm yes, black too. Yes, power. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's really tapping into like that global mindset because I feel like, like you were saying, like you know, a lot of blacks in America only look at America as like the only place you know that we're from or that they can go. A lot of people haven't even been out of they their hood you most know definitely like, yeah i know cats in the south side of chicago never been to the north side or never been downtown or, or sometimes never been downtown mm-hmm. you know so it's like thinking beyond that not just your city but like beyond the country beyond you know the continent mm-hmm. that you're on and like trying to really understand that you know we are the majority at the end of the day we're not a minority so really it's like when i say make africa great again i'm talking about everybody like not just the continent of africa but like black people around the world most definitely that's that's what's up um so make sure you guys shop afrobang um afrobang.com spelled the right way you know Mm -hmm. i know i also like those hats sorry to cut you off i like those hats because also it's just like sort of like uh you know i don't backhanded a little bit to the whole yeah of course it is it's definitely (laughs) you got make africa great again you know that's great You know, like, if he's trying to shun people anyway, this is the way to do it. You know, Mm we're going to come right back. Clap back strong. Clap back 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 strong. Clap back strong. And (laughs) our quote of the week, because I do a quote every week, is from Viola Davis, you know, in honor of Black History Month. They say to serve is to love. I think to serve is to heal, too. Mm. So. You know, we I try to pick stuff that that coincides or have, you know, my help pick stuff that coincides with what the vision of Nitty's Knocker is, be a vision with purpose, to be something that helps the community where we have good dialogue, we have fun the whole time, mm-hmm. but we're serving, we're showing, we're teaching love, and we're, we're trying to, you know, fix our communities, you yeah. know, we're patching them up, you know, as much as we can, gluing them Definitely. back together. And for her to say, this is um, not from the Oscars speech, but this is just a speech of hers in general from one of her many speeches because she wins all these awesome awards. Um, You know, to serve is to love and to serve is to heal. Yeah, I feel like you're doing an amazing job of healing, you know, through your show. And, you know, when you told me the meaning of, you know, these knockers is like, Almost a play on knocking on people's doors, telling them the news. The good news. The good news. The I think positivity, that's, that's yeah. healing, you mm-hmm. know. Like, when you go to your grandma's house, you're like, what's up, baby? What's the news? You know, that's like healing your family, you know, telling them that you're doing well. And, like, you know, you have all these good stories to tell. And just, like, putting on artists, you know, that need a platform. Most definitely. And, you mm-hmm. know, bringing up your little brother and all that. That's all a part of the healing process. So Most definitely. definitely. And it's, it's just the beginning, you know. Uh, had the name for a while just like you and now it's finally pushing into yeah. something you know you have to have to wait until your purpose is ready and sure. my vision with purpose is here there it is but um you know thank you to everybody who is here today um thank you to my listeners make sure you submit your music at nittiesknocker.com um we love hearing new music any genre is accepted here you know i know you hear a lot of r&b hip-hop african music i'm straight on that if that's all i get but (laughs) you know i love all genres of music so feel free to submit your music to nittiesknocker.com and i will play it um kylie what song are we closing out with 
Man, let's close out with Sundiata, which is one of my favorites. Probably my favorite song on the project. Um, we just shot a music video for it in L.A. It's about to be super lit. It's inspired by my middle name, which is uh, named after this great conqueror back in the 12th century in Mali. Um, and it just kind of talks about the come up, you know, like when you really put your ideas into fruition and put them in motion and watch it come to fruition, I should say. Um, that's really the you know, enjoying the process. And that's, you know, what the song is about. Most definitely. Well, thank you guys once again for tuning in to Nitty's Knocker on Q4 Radio. And until next time, peace, love, and happiness. Yeah, yeah. Bye. Gonna see me, let's stay in the moment for now. No need to worry, no, no, baby. We're gonna figure it out. I came from the bottom, I know this. Why even trip on it now? I'm trying to get in my zone. I'm zigoning, zigoning now. My advice to the dreamers never stop dreaming, just dream on. Mama always told me that I make it now. I got to show that she can lean on. Focus on my intentions, yeah. Focus on my mission, yeah. Hit play your position, yeah. Boss up on these niggas. I'm a relish in the moment, relish in the moment. Let me take a second, let me take a second. On my day ones, we've been down since a nigga came up. Gratitude, I show I got it. Came up straight from the bottom. One time for my shotters, two time for my bottles. So blessed that I got it. Thank God for this moment. Thank God for this moment. She on it, she on it. I know it, I know it. I gotta get on it. Just look at me now, look at me now, mama. I'ma get it for the time, mama. Just like you show me how, mama. Don't worry, just smile. Yeah, yeah. I'm feeling like Cindy I'm feeling like Cindy I'm feeling like Cindy My mama came out the gutter. Now we coming for the throne. Try to leave me on my own. Now we shining like gold. Greatest story ever told. I'm feeling like Cindy I'm feeling like Cindy I'm feeling like Cindy My mama came out the gutter. Try to leave me on my own. Now we shining like gold. Now we coming for the throne. Greatest story ever told. For those that don't know, Sundiata Keita was the founder of the Malian Empire in the 12th century. And Sundiata Keita also happens to be my middle name. So when you mention my name, just put some respect on it. Now we all in the spotlight. Royalty be my birthright. Sundiata Keita get it right, I know. No chill, no chill tonight. I'ma pop out, I'ma get it piped. Afro banging got me feeling like this. I be John, this I be John. I'm feeling right at home. Two till I buy, two till I buy. I don't see, let's go. Follow me, yeah, follow me. You need me, my new just follow me. We took independence from colonies. Ever since the beginning, we born kings. I done seen better things in my dreams. Now it's time to wake the city up. Rock nations at the map, man. Somebody go and call Diddy up. We can split. It all kind of ways, no need to worry how to divvy up. I got queens in Uganda, all designer, no panda. I'm feeling like Cindy I'm feeling like Cindy I'm feeling like Cindy My mama came out the gutter, now we come up for the throne. Try to leave me on my own, now we shining like gold. Greatest story ever told. I'm feeling like Cindy
touch. I'm feeling Lux in the yacht. I'm feeling Lux in the yacht. My mama came up the God. Shining like gold. Now we coming for the throne. Greatest story ever told.